This is The Fourth Revolution by Bartel, a podcast on the technology driving change in manufacturing. Welcome to The Fourth Revolution, powered by Bartel. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. You know, in my career, I've led digital news initiatives with website overhauls that I still have scars from. But in meeting with dozens of vendors for a project, I'm usually the only woman in the room. Thankfully, that's changing with new emphasis on diversity. Today, we're sitting down with a woman leading supplier diversity efforts for Heiko, a technology-driven aerospace, industrial, defense, and electronics company. She is Maddie Dixon, Heiko's Women Business Enterprises Business Development Ambassador and Legal Systems Analyst. Maddie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Shelby. I'm glad to be here. So here on The Fourth Revolution, you know, we talk about the disruptive technologies and trends that are changing the way that we live and work. But uh, to me, it feels like discussing business diversity is, I don't know, it seems like kind of a an obvious thing. Like it, it's almost like a correction for the past. Like we shouldn't have to advocate for diversity or, or have still have this conversation, but we do. And so I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm going about this kind of wrong, but I don't know, like, what's your take? I, I guess I want to understand the big picture of why corporate diversity is so important. Yeah, you are absolutely right. And to speak to your point about Diversity shouldn't really necessarily be a conversation. It should be something that, that, that is accepted. There's a lot of talk in the supplier diversity space about how people are thinking in 10 to 20 years, corporations aren't going to have specified supplier diversity program or, or it's, it's its own initiative, but rather it's going to be an, an integral part of a business development for companies. It's going to be part of their core values. It's going to be equally as important as, you know, things like cost and quality. And they don't want to have to say, we're looking for diverse suppliers. They just want to have diverse suppliers because it's important. Right, right. So yeah, you're absolutely right. There are efforts being made um, to make up for the past, just like you said, and to address the diverse demographic of business owners um, in our economy. Exactly. I mean, there is a greater diversity now more than ever. So being able to embrace that diversity, I mean, there's there's benefits. There's, uh, there's reasons why uh, diversity is a good thing for the vendors, the suppliers themselves, and businesses that take advantage of uh, using diverse suppliers. Yes. And I realized I didn't answer your initial question. I, uh, I pulled a quote down from CVM Solutions, which is a huge supplier. I would say like a third-party supplier database, if you will, that supports companies. They they have a really good way of, of stating why supplier diversity is important. And, and they say basically that it promotes innovation through the entrance of new products, services, and solution, you know, different Demographics have different ideas that they can bring to the table, and, and that promotes that innovation. And it provides multiple channels from which to procure goods and services. And I'll talk probably a lot about that and how Heiko, you know, has a lot of success in this channel because of its. It, it provides diverse spend where there usually is not a lot of diverse spend, and now we have this avenue into an entirely new channel. But it also drives competition, you know, on price and and service levels between the companies existing and, and potential vendors. Well, and that's that's a great point actually about innovation. I think that's uh, one of the the biggest benefits. The supplier diversity, I guess, as a as a topic, I mean, it's been part of the discussion in in corporate America. I guess for years and, and maybe even decades now, but programs are, are finally starting to become more front and center. 
Now, I understand that Heiko has long been certified as a woman-owned, operated, and controlled business, or, or what you'd call a WBE. So what does it mean to be WBE certified, and why is having that certification a value add? It's a really good question. So being certified as a women's business enterprise means that you have been vetted by, in the U.S., it's WBENC, we call it WeBank, or in Canada, it's WBE Canada. You have been vetted by those agencies to verify that you are indeed at least 51% owned and operated by a woman or woman. The operation part is a key to this certification. The application process is extensive. The last part of the application process is a site visit at your site where these agencies primarily only want to speak to the owner of the business and they want to see you know, how they run this business and how they operate it. So that that's what it means is that we are owned and operated as women-owned businesses. And the value add is that we, Heiko or any other women-owned businesses, they have exposure to large corporations and public sectors that have supplier diversity initiatives and programs, which most of them do now. On the public sector end, they are more often legally bound by their, you know, diverse spend quota. They have a lot more specifications, but what is very enticing for the the private sector and, and large corporations like Shell, for example, has a very mature supplier diversity program is that they recognize supplier diversity is not going away and they have a very mature program within each of Shell's sectors, if you will. They have supplier diversity reps that work strongly with their procurement teams. And so this initiative starts with their supplier diversity teams, but it also is infiltrated into each commodity or category manager and procurement officer so that they're ensuring it becomes part of the company entirely. So when that standard is set and tying with the WBE certification, it's like putting pieces of the puzzle together. It's like providing them with solutions and answers that that they've been looking for. You know, especially at Heiko, we can really compete on cost and quality and we have background corporate structure and stability. So we're very attractive to companies with supplier diversity programs because we can help meet their diverse spend. There are so many value adds. It's, it's a huge networking capability. It's a, there's, a lot, there's a lot of opportunity for relationship building from a business standpoint as well as and from a personal standpoint. Companies with supplier diversity initiatives, they really want to see women business enterprises engaged with and involved in the supplier diversity network. If I could summarize how you would get to success in this network, it is through relationship building. So Having the certification really allows us to establish those relationships with supplier diversity teams and, and in turn, create and grow business. Perfect. Well, uh, speaking of relationships, then tell me about Heiko's relationship with Bartel. So Bartel is part of the Heiko family. So there are 73 operating entities. There are 36 certified WBEs within Heiko. It's all but one working on our last one, one of our companies in the U.S. And then um, most of our companies up in Canada as well are certified because those are the two countries who currently have official certification processes that are recognized within these corporations who have programs. And basically what is really interesting about the, the supplier diversity network is that being part of the Heiko family means that you have to be able to speak to what Heiko is and who Emily is. If you're coming as Bartel to a supplier diversity event or you're networking with people and the topic of supplier diversity comes up, because what I like to emphasize is each of Heiko's companies could not have the certification and could not have this avenue without Emily being the, the, the principal you know, of their company. So when working on developing marketing tools and trainings to work with Bartel and Heiko's other companies, what it means to be a Heiko WBE, what they can speak to, give them a little bit of insight about 
Kaiko's other WBEs. And for example, we have a two-page marketing document that gives an overview of Heiko's capabilities and offerings. And that I've gotten a lot of feedback from each of Heiko's companies that for them, even that is extremely valuable in their ability to market Heiko because they can speak to their knowledge of their company being a part of Heiko and who Emily is. But the power of Heiko being in supplier diversity network is that we can provide diverse spend from so many different companies, 36 companies. Like how many large corporations can come to one company and say, okay, I need these seven different products and I want to find them with diverse spend. And we can say, we can give that to you. So that's really valuable for Bartel to be part of that larger family. And, you know, their product line is a little more unique. So, you know, they work with Steelastic, but there's always opportunity to partner with Heiko's companies and to just make sure that we are being Bartel. Bartel is being offered as part of the Heiko solution, if you will. So the supplier diversity networks, I mean, they're they're showing their value and they do translate to additional revenue and opportunities. Um, you mentioned innovation, and I'm glad that that um, your explanation of the type of innovation came up because sometimes innovation can sound like a little bit of a buzzword. Maybe it, it's it's a little bit nebulous in its meaning, but I think it, it's a very good example if you were to compare it to, to hiring. Uh, you hear about the importance of diversity in hiring. It's not uh, meeting a quota. It's because that diverse employees have diverse experiences, backgrounds, and uh, they're able to bring a different perspective. So if you had a company that you always hired the same type of employee, the same, you know, demographic thought process, experience, all of those things that create an employee. If you always hired that same type of person, you would have a lot of monotony and and probably not a whole lot of progress in that company because it would be more of the same. It, it literally be kind of yes men just, you know, uh, repeating the same ideas and not really reaching outside of the box to come up with new things that often a new voice can offer. So yeah, so I guess that is a good analogy for the way that a supplier diversity network can bring that type of innovation. Would you agree? 100%. I would definitely agree. Being involved in the network in the industry, it is, I would say, one of the top buzzwords that is talked about in panels that you hear in conversations, personal and in group conversations, at roundtables and interviews, you know, in keynote luncheons. The word yeah, innovation yeah. is constantly spoken of. They want to see what what we can offer. You know, they don't. They're not necessarily always looking to replace their current reliable suppliers. They might be. You know, for all we know. But along with innovation, often comes the the talk about partnerships. They want to know how can we partner with them. How can we provide them long term solutions and have a relationship with them for a long time with something that they maybe have never thought of before. And you know, and Heiko is really cool because we can we can do that. We can come. We can bring some of our companies together, some of our products together, or we can say, you know, you guys may have been using X product for these many years, but look how we've upgraded. Look how we've outpaced our competitors with up-to-date technology, you know, and, and we can add to what we've already provided you with and, and increase your efficiency. So innovation and partnership are two of the biggest themes that are spoken of, and there are two values that are consistent with companies that have supplier diversity programs. Well, you mentioned, you know, yeah, that these are the things you, those are the words you hear in all the keynotes and in uh, conversations. Um, I understand that there's a WBE a national conference and business fair. Tell me just a little bit about that and, and kind of how that is set up to both benefit the WBEs and companies that are looking to meet that diversity initiative. Absolutely. So we make national conference and business fair, as you said, it happens one time a year. It was really our Heiko's first big debut into the network this past June. 
2019s was in Baltimore this year. And when I signed up for it, it was with the intent to see what the network is like, understand what, that, what, what is out there and how we can get involved. And when I signed up, all of our certified companies were basically put onto the list of eligible companies for what are called matchmaker meetings. So a lot of the conferences, you know, you can sit in on training sessions, listen to speakers, talk to different people about resources, depending on your level of business development. It could be anything from how do we get our first loan to how do we export and anything like that. So they're really giving back to the women-owned businesses who are there. And then the last day of the of the training is the day for matchmaker events. So essentially, large corporations that have supplier diversity programs, they look through the database of women-owned businesses. They oftentimes search by keyword products and services or sometimes NACE codes to look for companies that can potentially meet any of their, their current procurement needs. So what happened was when I signed up, we had 19 requests for matchmaker meetings. So I think it was like a month before the event, I started making phone calls to all of our companies, explaining to them what this network was, you know, and, and everyone was so incredibly responsive. We saw a ton of success, incredible relationship buildings. It is the biggest woman-owned event hosted in the U.S., so it gave us a lot of exposure. And then we saw those initial relationships really play out through smaller events that we attended throughout the year. And on the one end, it's really good for us to establish Heiko's brand and footprint within this network. And that was a good opportunity for us to do that. But on the other end, it's really, really a good training and exposure opportunity for our companies. A lot of our companies have had personnel working with them for a long time. Some of them even before Heiko, you know, acquired them. So for them to be there and to especially see what some of their current or potential target customers are doing in the supplier diversity networks really helps them align their goals and objectives with the companies that they are doing business with or want to do business with as well within the supplier diversity realm. And they can support them with their supplier diversity objectives and just kind of hear and understand what is needed. A lot of these conferences you, you see or you hear insights about the company's pain points and finding diverse spend. You hear a lot about how the supplier diversity teams are integrated into their company's, you know, general business strategy and things like that. And you know, that integration varies from company to company based on the maturity of your supplier diversity program. But these events, it's one, of course, it's incredible networking and relationship building. It's an it's a wonderful opportunity for WBEs, especially Heiko WBEs to establish our footprint and also to understand and listen and hear what's going on in the network and get insights that we can bring back to our companies that, that can be incorporated into you know our business development strategies. Definitely, definitely. And that's a key benefit. And that's exciting to hear that it's in its first year, you know, it was received so well. And there was so much interest in and Heiko's uh, portfolio of WBEs. So as we start to wrap up uh, this episode of the Fourth Revolution, I want to, I guess I want to give you the opportunity to drive home that key point, basically. I think for somebody that's working within diversity initiatives, they inherently understand the benefit. It's, it's dollars and cents. It's literally sometimes leaving money on the table if you're not you know, certified as a WBE as if you're eligible and if you're not taking advantage of the networks and innovation that's made possible with diverse companies. Yeah, there's a lot left there. But I guess if listeners were to take one one key point away from this episode, what would you want to make sure that they understand? I think the biggest thing is that Pico's WBEs have incredible opportunity to grow their business with current customers as well as to procure new, new opportunities but also 
it is really important to understand the network, to know what things are being talked about, to be aware of what your, your customers and potential customers are doing within the industry. And that's really going to help you succeed in networking for, for the sake of business. If I could say one thing is that being involved in this network is so relational based and it really tries to stray away from approaching business development with a transactional mindset. There's a lot of push for business that is stemmed from relationships and trust as opposed to I'm going to walk in and I'm going to sell my product and I hope that they need it. So I really think it's important to be involved in the network for your business development's sake, but also for the sake of branding and reputation and becoming a company that is trusted and respected within the supplier diversity network. Maddie, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Thank you, Shelby. Pleasure to be here. 